the Dash Podcast with Dr. Carolee Dixon. We are within our fourth and final week of the Dash Rewind series. And today, Dr. Dixon will be going over the number one topic of 2019. It's called How to Make Up Your Mind to Manage Your Mind. Well, hey there. This is Carol Dixon, and I'm just so excited about this season that we're in. For we are in a season of enlargement and increase. And in order for us to really get the full benefit, I'm going to share with you in the coming weeks of the how-tos to move into that position. Yes, because you know what? This is a time that as you move positively, productively, and prayerfully, you will see the benefits of it in your life. And this is the season, I will say it again, of enlargement and increase. So today, what are we going to talk about? Well, I tell you, it is a topic that has really been close to my heart how to make up your mind to manage your mind. And the reason being is that I'm seeing so many people that are stressed out. And you know what? There is no age barrier. There's no color barrier. Let me tell you, it's a people problem. And I'm seeing it all over. And all it takes is for us to begin to utilize managing our minds. So many times you say, I made up my mind. But then you got you have to manage it. You have to be in charge of your mind. You've got to direct your mind. You have to control your mind. You can't just let your mind do what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, and you know that's what I stand on in Psalms 119 and 112. I have made up my mind, this is the CEV translation, to obey your laws forever, no matter what. I really like that translation because that just really hits the nail on the head. I'm going to obey your laws no matter what. It's just like many times we say, it's not what you say, it's what I say. Well, there's another part to that. It's not what you say, it's what I say according to scripture. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way you get the full benefit of the power of that. Just thought I'd add that in that. You know, the reason why most people are ineffective in life is because they've never learned how to fight the battle of the mind. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn to manage your mind, you got to go a step further. When you make up your mind, then you have to manage your mind because you got to realize You've got all the baggage, all the garbage, all of the old is still there. So if you want to learn to manage your mind, you have to be delivered from destructive thoughts. That isn't easy because there are three enemies that keep you from fulfilling all your good intentions of changing your life. Number one, the first enemy is your own nature. It's just like what I was just sharing. You know, you've got all the baggage from the past that's there. And that has been ingrained on the inside of you. You got to root all that up. Yes. Paul said in Romans 7 and 23, just want to let you know that uh-uh, don't you let the enemy have you feeling you're the only one and low down dirty shame. Nah, let's come out of there. Okay. Because I have answers for you today. Romans 7 and 23. There is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. (laughs) Do you ever find yourself doing things that you don't really want to do? That's the battle in your brain between your old sinful nature and your good intentions. One significant choice that you must make in life 
is to choose discipline. I was teaching a class on last night and I was sharing with them about self-control and how self-control yields mastery in your life, a discipline in your life that you're able to manage your life and how self-control will take you to heights unknown because of your focus, that self-control, that discipline, temperance, control, self-control in your life. It's, it overrules everything that would try to subdue you. Why? Because it's bringing everything subject, everything subject to what? To that that you've made a decision that you focused upon that you want to do. Mm. And you know what I found out? One significant choice that you've got to make in life is to choose discipline. Otherwise, you'll live with regret of that decision <laughs> every time. One of the things that's taught when you, well, I teach it from my pulpit, is to never begin uh, talking about a situation from a negative perspective or a negative point of view. Flip it around. I don't care what it looks like, what it seems like. See, that's managing your mind. I'm looking right at it. But you know what? I'm going to flip it around. I'm going to turn that all around. <laughs> and when you do, you'll find out sometimes when you do that, you may have people look at you. You may have somebody say, that's not that. <laughs> and even your own mind, you feel like you're violating your guidance on the inside of you because you know that's not it when you first begin doing it, you see. But you've got to begin to know, hey, I'm just going to violate my own guidance and everybody else's guidance today. Doesn't matter what goes on and how it goes on. Hey, I had a saying that I began to say about a couple of decades ago. I said, it's going to be pain to change and it'll be pain to remain the same. And I want to say to you today that in life, you're going to encounter pain. We don't like pain. We try to avoid it as much as possible. I know I do. I know. But no matter how much you try to avoid it. You're going to experience pain. I'm not being negative. I'm just bringing this around to a point. I know. Just give me a moment here. Let me bring it on in. There is no way around it. Sometimes that pain is not your fault. And sometimes it's a freak accident or a friend or a spouse or a child that betrays your trust. Pain. Other times it's completely within your control. Either way, pain is inevitable. Now, what you think about that? Uh, on a positive note. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, I'm not going to focus on the pain today, that pain that's out of your control. I want to focus on today on the pain that's in your control. Because that that's out of your control, there's little you can do about it. Very little, very little. But we're going to focus on the pain that you can control. See, make up your mind to manage your mind. The pain that you can control with the choices you make. Look at it this way. When you're growing up, you could choose the pain of obeying your parents now. Or you could face the pain of the consequences later. We can choose the pain of not buying that boat now or face the pain of not being able to pay for it later. You can choose the pain of studying for the exam now or choose the pain of having to retake the class later. Those choices are yours. And I want us to talk today about choosing the pain of discipline over the pain of regret. That choice, too, is yours. Maybe I should define discipline. I like to define words and break it down to you because it'll show you some things. I like to define it like this. Let's see, one of the best ones I ever heard is that discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Discipline is being able to choose what you want most over what you want now. That's a simple but a working definition for our purposes today. The second thing I want to talk about of how the enemy comes against you, Satan, he's the one 
Uh huh. I told you I'm going to name three enemies that'll keep you from fulfilling all of your good intentions of changing your life. Second one, Satan. You know what? Satan cannot force you to do anything, but he can make suggestions. And those suggestions are incredibly powerful. He is constantly planning negative thoughts in your mind. He'll use other people or he'll use the TV or he'll just throw a thought in your mind. But I'm reminded of a scripture that says, cast down. Everything, evil imagination, every high thought that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. That's why it's so important to partake of the promises of God for us to begin to read the Bible. You know, I'm not teaching theory. I teach practice on this podcast. This is what I have walked in and I have found it to do exactly what it said as I began to manage my mind. See, I made up my mind to manage my mind and what? No matter what. Isn't that what Psalms 119 and 112 said? No matter what. So Satan will come in. Matter of fact, the Bible says Satan will come in like a flood, but the spirit of God lifts up a standard against him. And that comes from us having disciplines in our lives. And when we have those disciplines, we're saying, no matter what, I'm going to stand Mm -hmm. for this that I believe. I'm not going to be worn down. I won't give in. I won't give out and I won't give up, but I'm going to stand. No matter what the force, he come in like a force, but the spirit of God will lift up a standard against him. The third thing, it is the world's value system. Does anything in our society encourage self-discipline? <laughs> Not much. Advertisements tell us you deserve a break today. Have it your way. We do it all for you. <laughs> but you know, the Bible says in 1 John 2 and 16, for everything in the world... The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, those are the three categories of the attack straight from hell, comes not from the Father, but from the world. So you got to watch what you say, watch what you do, watch what you see. That's one of the disciplines, one of the disciplines that we're moving in. You got to do that. When you do that, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter about Satan trying to come in. He wants to bring his value system to you. But you've got to realize that you have switched system. When you make up your mind to manage your mind, you remember the first step that I said there, that you have decided that if you've got to flip things around uh, from the old nature, you may be looking right at it, but you're going to turn it around. You've made that decision to manage your mind. You're not going to let your mind just run on off. Mm Mm-hmm. In the lane of pure destruction. You're not going to let that happen. You're going to move toward your good intentions and make the decision to manage your mind. Bring in that thought into subjection. You try to avoid as much as possible the destructive route. Isn't that a good thing to think of? And don't let anything force you to do otherwise. I don't care what's suggested. I don't care how powerful it may be. You make up your mind. Now, let me tell you, what begins as a struggle will end up being so easy as you continue to stand. I'm telling you, the first time, you'll see, you'll see. But as you continue to stand, it's the same thing when you go on a consecration as we are on at our church. And I tell you, first day is a tough day because what? You're getting the disciplines down. You're looking at the steps, uh uh-huh. And you're seeing what's got to be done and you're following them. So it is with us. When we began to, as Christians, take on God's way of doing things. We're not going to go by the world's value system. 
And in so doing, that means what? You've got to take it step by step. You may have to write something down. You may have to jot it, have you some notes around you, all of that. May have to memorize some scriptures. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Psalms 119 and 112. I'm going to do that that I need to do to manage my mind. I've made up my mind to manage my mind. And I'm not going the destructive path. I'm going to go to the path of discipline that's going to bring me to my expected end. So you don't want the world's value system. That's for sure, huh? Because nothing in society is going to encourage it. When you know that from the onset, then you will be able even more so to identify. "Mm -mm, Nope, I don't choose this. I'm going this way. The Bible says it. And so for everything in the world, you know, everything, it's a temptation. It's a temptation. It's a temptation. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life. It doesn't come from God. It's from the enemy. So your old nature, the world system, Satan, with these enemies, <laughs> let me tell you, no wonder you struggle with discouragement and despair and failure. How do you fight this battle? Uh Second Corinthians 10, three through five says, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. I love this translation from the CEV. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Uh, you have a choice. Your mind has to listen to you. God didn't give you just a mind. He gave you a will. Oh, yes. And the best time to win the battle with temptation is before it begins. I have made up my mind to obey your laws forever, no matter what. When you make up your mind that I'm going to discipline myself, I'm not going the world system. I'm not going Satan's way. I'm not going to go with the old nature. I have made up my mind. When you say that at the onset, that's what I mean by at the onset. You say it. You you say it out of your mouth. And let me tell you, you'll find yourself being successful. I found that to be so. One of the things that all successful people have in common. You know what they have in common? They made up their minds to win long before the first victory. Long before. I was looking at a program the other night. And this young man was on there and they were teasingly telling him, did you ever think that you would get here? He said, yes. He said, when I was a little boy, I said that I was going to be here. (laughs) You see, I'm telling you, victory doesn't just come when you see it. Victory came through the process of that person standing saying, no matter what, I'm going to discipline myself because I know where I want to go. And I won't get there with the old nature. I won't get there with Satan. I won't get there. Oh my God. With the world's value system. I'll only get there when I decide that no matter what, I'm going to have what God said I can have. And you'll see great things happen in your life as well. I'm going to stop here. My prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon. This is Dash. Thank you for tuning in to Dash Podcast with Dr. Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been mightily blessed by this message on today. For more information on our resources and how you can partner and support Dash Podcast, log on to our website at Carol Dixon. 
www.thepurposeofgiving.net. We are a 501c3 organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world, for we are working positively, productively, and prayerfully. Also, we want to hear from you. Let us know how Dash has made a difference in your life. Contact us through Facebook at Carol Dixon, Twitter at I am Carol Dixon, or email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com.